0: is and
1: i can't take a nap because i can totally take a nap anywhere anytime that's one of my secret talents
2: secret talents taking naps anywhere anytime i used to have that in college i used to just go to my morning classes come back sleep for another four hours and then go to my afternoon classes occasionally why usually. do you
1: make us wait on wednesdays so that i can uh, take a nap <laughs> <laughs> everyone <Naturally. laughs>
2: No, it's fine. I gotta charge my computer now when I get home from work, because I now work remotely. I've been doing work from my mom's office, because I get good reception there, and good internet, and I do not get that from her house, and I am not going back to my apartment in New York City until the pandemic stops.
1: Understandably so. Well, good. I'm glad that you're safe, then.
2: Yes, safe-ish. Safe-ish. Never fully safe from coronavirus
1: Honestly, I mean, I've like I said, I've been I've said this numerous times. I've been out so much, and I'm always wearing my mask, doing all my stuff. It's it's all good as long as you just wear your masks. That's it. That's all I ask of people.
2: Smart. I do that
1: because like we all have to go out for something, like whether it's grocery shopping or something you never know i I
2: think that's the only reason to go out with that wouldn't end with somebody on twitter being like you shouldn't be doing that you shouldn't be doing that
1: (laughs) so mask i always i wear my gloves too like i'm going full in there like i'm going into surgery like i scrub up before i go outside you know it's just what you got to do you got to be safe
2: you have to. Oh, speaking of coronavirus, we have more baseball news about coronavirus. Also, let's just introduce the podcast really quick. This is episode 54, the Bleacher Creatures podcast, presented by Elite Sports New York, Crossing Broad, and Warwick Gaming. As always, brought to you by Rivercrest NYC, now doing takeout and delivery.
1: I and saw delivery. that.
2: So if you're in the Astoria area and you want to have some delicious food and you don't want to go outside, just throw your mask and your gloves on and wait for the delivery guy.
1: So, uh, you they, you don't think they deliver here, would you?
2: Mm, I can ask the owners. I can see.
1: Okay. It's maybe about a four and a half hour drive, but honestly, like I would pay extra.
2: That's fair. I mean, you're going to have to tip the delivery driver really well. Yeah. Naturally. I'm sure you're a good tipper in general. You seem like a nice person. I don't really know you that well, but you I seem like a nice a person.
1: Secret this podcast is for all my secrets i'm gonna tell you a secret um my friends make fun of me here because i'm the best tipper like 50 50 percent and above whenever i order a drink at the bar i'm constantly giving them a 100 tip like i just have to oh
2: no you have to you have to be. right
1: exactly especially if I, i'm I to- just one drink i'm like an angry orchard five dollars like why not just give them ten like whatever when i get my nails done i'm like okay I thought I was going to spend this much money. It was much cheaper. So I'm going to tip them whatever amount I was going to tip or I was going to pay anyway. So I've given them like, you know, 50, 60 percent. You know, I'm a good tipper. I'm a good tipper. Okay. so Riverbust and
2: I get it. I'm I'm the same way. I used to bartend. I used to wait tables. I even used to deliver food. And I remember all of the good tippers, all of them. I also remember all the bad tippers. Their faces are seared into my brains. But I specifically have good memories of the good tippers who are all very nice. One of them actually offered me a job when I was done waiting on his table. Decided to decline it, but I felt very good about myself.
1: And here you are.
2: Here I am doing a podcast for my mom's basement while on quarantine.
1: Oh, classic. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... Here's the thing about this. There's there's actually a decent amount of baseball news. Um, We also have some questions from um, our fans are following whatever you want to call them to answer, of course. But, um, you know, we just actually literally about an hour ago, the news just broke that the um, Hall of Fame induction ceremony is going to be postponed until 2021. Um, So Derek Jeter and Nick Swisher could get inducted in the same year. Wouldn't that just be incredible?
2: Awesome. Yeah. Nick Swisher is a shoe in. He's going to be the first position player to get 100% of the vote. Um, It's I mean, it's a guarantee and swishing Jeets at the at the ceremony. That's going to be electric. It's gonna be must see television.
1: So, yeah, I mean, that's uh, unfortunate that it has to be this way. But obviously, they're they're just preparing. Um, and it's probably just the best option to switch it over to next year. And you know what? That's better for me because I feel like it's going to fall on a better weekend next year. Remember, I told you I have my Frisbee tournament, which probably won't happen either. But if not, we'll just go on vacation. It's all good. It's all good, guys. We'll We'll figure this all out.
2: Absolutely. That actually also reminded me of when everybody was doing those, like, what table would you sit at kind of stuff. Uh, One of them had Nick Swisher and Tommy Canely in different areas. And that was the first one I came across where I was like, this is not an obvious answer. This is going to like, I'm going to be thinking about this all day now. How do you separate Swisher and Canely? How do you choose between the two of them? They're probably the two most fun people on the entire earth.
1: Oh, for sure. I met Nick Swisher. He was just as incredibly excited in person as he is like on TV. So he it's not just like a a face he puts on or a persona he puts on like that is him. That is just Nick Swisher. He is probably one of the more more fun athletes I've ever met. And he was so cool. I shared a picture last week of him because it happened like three years ago or something. I met him at a minor league game and. I was shaking so hard because I was so excited. And the pictures just blur. And it's like, you can't even tell it's Nick Swisher. But I'm like, I guarantee you that is Nick Swisher. I swear.
2: Yeah, yeah, you tried your best. You were just excited. I would be excited to meet Nick Swisher, too. I'd probably just forget to take the picture entirely. I'd probably like go to shake his hand and accidentally pull his finger and he'd make a fart noise and be like, oh, Swish, you got me.
1: A classic swish. But when I met Aaron Boone this year, um, and I like posted our selfie on Twitter, when I was going up to the table, the guy was like, Oh, do you want me to take your phone so I can take a picture for you? And I was like, "Uh, No, I'm so I'm I'm a selfie girl. And he's like, What? And I was like, I'm a selfie girl. He goes, oh, uh-huh, OK. And so then we go up to the table and he's like, oh, yeah, where's the camera? And the guy's like, oh, she's a selfie girl. And I was like, yep. So now Aaron Boone knows I'm a selfie girl.
2: <laughs> Probably thinks about that all the time, too. Like, damn, like that girl. She was so calm and collected under pressure that she was able to take her own picture. Very yeah. impressive.
1: <laughs> funny you should say that because i was definitely not not calm at all i was so nervous i have a video actually i'll post the video later today of after i met um aaron boone i was like i can't breathe like this is the greatest thing in the world and larry's in the background he's like let's go get smoothies and i was like we're gonna go get smoothies
2: It was just an awesome day met aaron boone took a picture got some smoothies
1: yeah absolutely well i'll definitely share that video but Um, So that's going to be postponed. Um, The other thing, too, this is not Yankees related, but um, just wanted to send our our shout outs and thoughts and prayers out to Trey Mancini, um, who is diagnosed um, and is currently battling stage three colon cancer. Um, You know, real, real shocking news. And, you know, to a great guy, great athlete, too. And, you know, obviously wishing the very best and hope the recovery is quick but he he's gonna go through it so um thoughts and prayers out to him though he's probably not gonna play this year
2: absolutely and Trey Mancini is one of those guys where I just I absolutely hate his guts because he is so good at baseball he he just doesn't play for my team he is a Yankee killer if there ever was one and it's just it sucks because sure like he's not gonna be on the field now. But at the end of the day, this is all baseball. Like, mm-hmm. you root for everybody on the baseball field. I'll even support some Red Sox players who I feel are generally okay people. Like, I'll, I'll support them. I just want everyone to do well except the Houston Astros. I don't want them to do well. But I just want everybody to do well and have a good time. And Trey Mancini, uh, hopefully he recovers because he's just – it would be a real shame if, if he never played in the major leagues again because he's such a talented ball player.
1: You know how you mentioned the Boston Red Sox and players and respecting them and stuff? And it's, it's, it's hard for me because I grew up in an era where I was constantly watching those uh, Yankees-Red Sox brawls in the early 2000s. Uh, you know, just seeing Pedro Martinez throw Don Zimmer to the ground. Like, my mom made us leave the room. Like, it was just a bad, bad moment. Um yeah, it's not good.
2: You, oh, right, listen, it's I hate so, them.
1: I hate right, them. Exactly. I hate them
2: all. But I would how rather happened? hate Rafael Devers than, like— yeah. Cesar Hernandez
1: right right exactly um and I do have to say too kind of moving forward um you know Dustin Pedroia I never really liked him you know always thought it is he's a good player but he's a Red Sox fan or he's a Red Sox guy so I I just don't like him but you know if his career is going to end the way that it is with all these injuries it almost reminds me of David Wright in a way um you know just really really unfortunate and obviously you wish the best for him but at the same time, I'm like, oh, mm, Dustin Pedroia. But then at the same time, I'm like, oh, I'm a good person, right? <laughs> Not sure anymore. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> this has really called into question uh, what type of person I am. But I do feel bad for Dustin Pedroia because it's a shame to see anyone's career and due to the fact that just injury wise, they can't play anymore.
2: Yeah, well, let's very quickly just flip the switch on we've done some depressing stuff and some are we good people stuff let's go give a quick congratulations to our buddy josh he's having a goddamn kid just oh like God. garrett
1: cole just like garrett so cole adult. they could go to preschool together i know they're josh, not really in the same area but you yeah, know that josh be pretty-
2: benjamin and garrett cole's kids are going to be the one-two combination for the twenty forty yankees
1: boy or girl like I have no doubt in my mind, especially especially with Josh Benjamin's kid. But yes, absolutely. Congratulations um, to you and Caitlin. That's so awesome. And I um, saw the news the other day. I was like, oh, my God. So real excited. That's that's so cool.
2: Yes. All right. Well, that's that's the happy news to kind of level us back out.
1: I guess. I mean, are we going to talk about uh, this week's plan of attack for the (laughs) the Major League Baseball season? Okay.
2: There's just so many. I can't even keep up with them anymore.
1: Honestly, here's what's happening, okay? Because I'm I'm not going to explain it yet, but the season's still up in the air. You can't really anticipate anything because it is a roadmap. Um, Not really really still a solid plan, and we're going to see a lot of maybes for a long time until it's actually there. So you know, but I feel like Rob Manfred just wants to be the one to bring his sport back first. Like he just wants to be like, yep, baseball did it first. Baseball did it first. Right. So meanwhile, the NBA probably just has put together already like a strategically put together plan. And the NHL is just waiting back in their local Tim Hortons, uh, listening to like Justin Bieber and Drinking Molson Canadians until someone does something like I feel like this is these are the personalities of all these uh, all these leagues. But MLB just wants to be the first. Rob Manfred's like, I've got something to prove. I need to do this. And so oh, he's, Rob
2: Manfred's got a lot to prove.
1: Exactly. So he's just trying to do this first because I haven't heard anything. And maybe I'm mistaken from the NHL, the NBA, obviously NFL, you know, a ways to go for that but i haven't heard anything from anyone else really in general have you
2: not really but everything that i've heard has been the same thing as baseball it's just like conjecture like if this is what we were going to do how would the public generally react to that and it's just the plan changes every day by the time this drops tomorrow there's going to be a completely new plan that has nothing to do with any of the old plans that said baseball is going to be back by next tuesday like it's just not realistic it's not going to happen
1: Honestly, I think they're getting somewhere with this one. Um, I know it's very similar to the other ones they talked about. But they actually have somewhat of a structure, um, basically dividing, um, kind of dividing it into three divisions um, based on location, which makes sense. Um, so you'd have three divisions of ten teams. Uh, you'd have the Yankees, Yankees, Red Sox, um, Rays. So still, and the Orioles still in the AL East and the Blue Jays. So honestly, that is the AL East. But then you also add in the Philadelphia Phillies, the Miami Marlins, um, the Washington Nationals and the Pittsburgh Pirates. And there you have it. That would be the the East division, per se.
2: I mean, it's it's a lot of teams. I would be interested to see how they fit all those games in maybe instead mm-hmm. of doing series. because I, I feel like everyone still has to play each other maybe oh, yeah. instead of doing a 3 game series you just play like once every other day against a new team.
1: Oh, I forgot the Mets. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, that's pretty typical. Um so, I forgot the Mets. They're also in that division, which Yeah, you know, they're also
2: very forgettable.
1: So... Right, exactly. <laughs> 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 exactly. Um so, when it comes to the Mets and the Yankees, like honestly, I think it'd be pretty cool to see them play each other in the regular season um you know, obviously, at this point, it wouldn't be too many games because we're kind of dwindling down here. But it sounds like they're looking at potential spring training type games in June and then um, actual division play starting in July. Um, but then again, they said last time, you know, spring training in May, games start in June. So they might just easily be pushing it down. But it sounds like a good time frame for me. Um and it's, it seems interesting. It's it's an interesting way to go about it. But especially with the location-wise, I think it makes a lot more sense.
2: Yeah. And I think a lot of it has to depend on the science behind the coronavirus. Like, if we did figure out a way to get a vaccine into circulation, that changes the timeline drastically. If we figure out, like, oh, it, like it look, the curve is flattened very quickly. Like, it's looking like this isn't really that big of a problem anymore. Like, timeline changes. If it keeps getting worse and worse because places start opening up again when they probably shouldn't then maybe the timeline changes again and we don't see baseball until 2021 who knows who knows
1: right. there's only so much we can do right exactly and we've been through this before guys it's something we can't control well actually we kind of can't control it in a way if we wear our freaking masks outside yeah, if we, we just do house.
2: the smart thing just right. be smart
1: right and i listen i've actually I went to target the other day side note i just love side notes. Went to Target the other day. This lady wore this. I witnessed this. She wore her mask into the store because you're required to wear a face covering into the store. As soon as she walked past the front, she took it off.
2: That's just unnecessary.
1: I ran into her in, like, several aisles of the grocery aisle. And I'm like, oh, my God. And, like, had to, like, go away because I'm like, I can't get sick because I can't get my, my seniors sick. Like, I can't do that. So, no. People are... Follow the rules, guys. Follow the rules and maybe baseball will come back. Don't you want baseball to come back?
2: Yeah, that's just a wildly selfish thing to do. Like, you clearly have the mask there and you're just like, oh, instead of just wearing this on my face for 10 minutes while I'm shopping in public around other people whose situations I don't know, I'm going to take it off because this is all a hoax. (laughs) Ha,
1: ha, ha. Yeah, exactly. It's people like that that are causing some trouble here. So, um. Yeah, I mean, that would be an interesting way to do the season. I kind of like it because it's a little different. And obviously this year is anything but uh, the same old, same old. Uh, 2020 has been a very questionable year. But having it just be a little different might be the kick in the butt that baseball needs.
2: Fair. And even even if we don't get baseball back, we have the Chinese Professional Baseball League. That exists. I cannot tell you how hyped up I was this morning It was a fantastic game that really came down to the last inning. There was they were I don't remember the name. One of them was the Uni Lions. I can't remember who they were playing, but the Lions were up by four runs going into the ninth. And then the other team came back and it it ended up being a 9-8 loss. But it was just like the pressure of, of seeing the closer absolutely melt down on the mound. And then they had to bring in another guy. And I was like, this is what I missed about baseball. Like, this is a great game. These guys might come back from four down. That's so we incredible. have that still.
1: Hey, listen, you're getting your fill where you got to get it. And uh, right now it's apparently the Chinese Baseball League. Okay. There cat. There we go. Cat's here. She's just at the window today. Of so, course. all right. Also should we speaking of the Chinese of Baseball questions?
2: League, we, we do have one more thing about the Chinese Baseball oh, League.
1: Go for
2: uh, it. Manny Ramirez is going to try to make a comeback in the Chinese baseball league at age 48.
1: <laughs> well, if there's one thing you can say about that guy, that guy literally does not quit. No matter no, how I mean. lazy he is or he just he does his best.
2: He loves baseball without just, a doubt. This is just like his entire life. He's 48, he's made so much money. He's just like, I don't know, I might just I might just go play. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs>
1: hey listen he he wants some exercise he wants to to get back out there which is cool um always yeah hated he needs Manny that Ramirez. exercise
2: he didn't look good he's I, balding I mean, literally
1: too. always hated Manny Ramirez I just there's something about his face just I just want to punch him but well
2: he's another one of those players where it's like if I wasn't a Yankees fan I'd probably love Manny Ramirez just because right. like just because right. of Manny being Manny stuff yeah, yeah yeah like the time he went in the outfield and and took a pee break while the team was on the field. And I was like, that's like the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. And that's just I, it's hilarious.
1: I on the regular watch the video of Manny going and diving in front of the cutoff man to be like the fourth cutoff man. That is one of the funniest plays I ever remember from my childhood. And I still can't believe he did that. Like Johnny Damon threw it in and he's just literally full out left the ground. dove, dove catches the ball Throws it to the next cutoff man. I'm like, dude, what, <laughs> what are you doing?
2: It's just Manny being Manny. And if he wasn't a Boston Red Sox, we'd, we'd probably love him. But You're he right. was a Boston Red Sox, so we hate him.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I can also tell you several other moments that I thought were hilarious, but they weren't that funny because I just don't like him. But no, another and now moment. He's where...
2: Balding and he's fat and he's going to play in the Chinese baseball league, well, maybe.
1: Well, I mean, at least he'll give high fives to fans. You know, like he'll be a, he'll be a big fan guy.
2: Oh, oh, he'll high-five a mannequin it's for fun. sure. For wait, sure. that
1: running catch in the outfield, ran up the wall, high five the fan, <laughs> and threw the ball back in. Not funny.
2: Not funny. Definitely not funny. Fuck that guy.
1: Not impressed. But actually, that's, uh, that is pretty impressive that he might still be attempting to do this. Like, sooner or later, you're going to have more and more people coming out of retirement to play in the Chinese Baseball League. Uh, Mariano Rivera, anyone?
2: No way. Mariano Rivera could still hack it in the MLB. Let's not act like he wouldn't be the closer on any team.
1: Oh, for sure. Absolutely. He would definitely, here she comes, here comes the cat. Um, He would definitely be a closer on any MLB team for sure. Maybe even the Yankees, who knows?
2: Yeah. Listen, we saw him on old timers day. He's still throwing gas.
1: Yeah, that's true. What about old timers day? I'm assuming that's canceled this year. So Phil Hughes has one more year to mature.
2: Oof. I forgot about that. Getting an old-timers day letter at 33. Damn, Phil, that's a rough
1: blow. Uh, it's almost like getting your letter to Hogwarts in general. Like, you basically would be like, I, you know, I'm going to Hogwarts. No, like, I'm going to old-timers day. That seems to be the coolest thing, but I, I understand it. 33, you, you got a few more years.
2: That's fine. They'll push it off the next year. Maybe this yeah, I... break is just what Phil Hughes needs to make his comeback. He'll pitch in Old Timers Day and then pitch again later that day for the Yankees out of the bullpen.
1: Wouldn't that be something? You can just sign him to a one day contract. See if he still got it, you know?
2: See where the velo's at.
1: <laughs> I'm sure it's pretty good because it's Phil Hughes. Um, also, in other Yankees news, too, um, I just saw Lindsay Adler, our favorite Yankees writer. Uh, honestly, she's my favorite Yankees writer are um, all my
2: favorite equally.
1: <laughs> she wrote that uh John Carlos Stanton is donating 15,000 face shields to hospitals in Southern California and New York. Um good for him. That's wonderful. Giving. I love seeing athletes give back, especially cuz they have so much damn money. Like it's incredible. But
2: yeah, especially John Carlos Stanton.
1: Right, exactly. Um hey, he's got an opt out after next year, is that correct? Or after this year?
2: I who who even knows. I think baseball is not real right now.
1: This is true. I know it's it's hard to think about actual baseball things because it just doesn't seem like that's a thing right now.
2: I mean, it's baseball is bad enough. But then to like go to the next step and think about like contracts and how likely is Giancarlo to opt in? How likely is he to opt out? What is his production looking like? <laughs> like
1: right. It's exactly. just it's way
2: too much to deal with right now.
1: It truly is. But what else do we have to do, James? There's nothing uh... else to do.
2: I have to cover Tommy Canely playing a video game.
1: Yeah, but he's done, isn't he?
2: No, no. He's not? He is not done. Yep, he is playing against Lance McCullers tonight at 10 p.m. Get this on ESPN2. ESPN2 will be airing a video game tournament. Because that's where we're at.
1: Well, slap me silly. I am just going to watch that.
2: Yeah, so I... I need to I need to check the chat because Newman ran down the list of like what Tommy has to do to get into the playoffs. And it's very complex. It's one of those like like college football scenarios mm-hmm. where it's okay, like this team has to beat this team, but then this team has to lose to this team by this many points. And it's okay. just it's all very complicated. All right. So according to Newman, if okay. Canley wins and Lucas Giolito loses, then Canley will finish in sixth place and he'll play Beau Bichette with who he's already beat. If Kainley okay. and Giolito both win, then Kainley has to face Joey Gallo in round one. And Joey Gallo is maybe the best player in the entire league, which would not go good. Although Kainley only lost to him by two runs on, I don't know, Sunday. Okay. And, but if Kainley loses, he could still possibly get in if he scores a ton of runs in his loss, which doesn't seem likely.
1: Okay. All right. That's, that's intriguing. All right. Something to look forward to then. Great. ESPN two. That's like Prime.
2: Yeah. So right after this, uh, I'm going to get all the podcast stuff done and then I'm going to turn on ESPN two and I'm going to write a 500 word article about a Yankees reliever playing a video game for three innings. What was that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think my cat just used my uh clothing drying rack to launch herself <laughs> at herself <laughs> in the closet mirror.
2: Oh boy! Couldn't a imagine baby, having a cat. Base-
1: no baseball. This is what's doing to all of us. Like truly. Oh, yeah, boy. My dog
2: doesn't do any of that stuff. He just he lays on his side with his tongue on the ground, and that's basically it.
1: Now she's just she's just going crazy. I think she's just tired of having me home all the time. Um, she basically is when I leave for the day. Um, I think she just is so excited, and then when I come back, she's like, Oh, I'm right. not,
2: not interested in you being here right now, right? Busy.
1: Exactly. So, any other baseball news, or should we dive into some questions? Oh, I, I do have baseball news. Yes, I can't believe I said that. I'm so sorry. I just want to say a quick quick shout-out to uh, Yankees Twitter. Because there's nothing else to discuss in terms of baseball, we are back to the frickin' argument about names on the back of their jerseys. Oh, my God. It's dumb. It doesn't classify you as being a fan or not being a fan, whether a name is there or not. So get over yourselves. We're just arguing for the sake of arguing. I need baseball to come back just so we can stop this damn argument.
2: Yeah, I couldn't give two shits if your 99 jersey says Judge on the back or not. Does not matter. Couldn't care at all.
1: On Dicks, I saw a 99 Aaron Judge jersey with the Aaron Judge name on the back. 50 bucks. Yeah, cheaper. I was going to get it. And the kid's version was 21. So I was like, you know what? I might
2: do it totally fair and honestly if you if you're the kind of person who does care like you get really mad you see someone with a with a name on the back of their jersey and say you're not a real fan real fan wouldn't have the name on the back of the jersey you're just an asshole you're just being an asshole to be an asshole
1: right exactly i'm sorry that i can't afford a you know well majestic it used to be like a hundred and or two hundred dollars maybe for like an authentic you know on field stuff but i've seen people tweet and i gotta give them credit seen people tweet that um if people are so concerned about that then you know no one no Yankee fan should ever have beards or long hair because it's just against dress code if, if that's the way we're gonna play it and yeah I'm you like, gotta
2: follow all the rules all wow, of them
1: that's a pretty good point so shout out to all you guys I can't name who has talked about that but there have been a few I've seen so I like that I like that point they're absolutely right
2: yeah and stop being a dick about people having names on their jerseys just yeah. psa.
1: Yeah, let us do our thing. It's fine. Like if I want to sport a number 11 jersey, like I want to sport it for Brett Gardner. I'm not I'm not supporting anyone else with the number 11 jersey. I'm Just saying, cuz it's going to be retired. You yeah. all know that. I
2: I dare anyone to come at Allison Case about not being a Yankees fan if, if she has me. a Brett Gardner jersey with Gardner on the back. I dare them.
1: I dare you. I'm looking You right might at actually the get in an
2: internet fight.
1: I'm looking right at the camera. I dare you oh, come my. at me. All right. That was
2: actually that was really scary for me. I know you weren't talking to me, <laughs> but just being on the other side of this video conference, that was very like intimidating to me personally.
1: Oh, sorry. Sorry, James. I know you All Right.
2: questions. Questions.
1: <laughs> questions. Um okay, so let's dig in. Uh, the first question, we did have a a little mailbag this week, so we did get a few questions, which is awesome. Um happy to answer anything, but a lot of people wanted to know a little bit more about us, too, which is pretty cool. Are we that cool? We're good people. I think, We've,
2: I think we're that cool. Yeah, we're cool. We're nice so, people.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. So Caroline, first of all, our good buddy Caroline wants to know what's the most challenging part of baseball being postponed for us. So James, what do you have to say?
2: Um, meaning in life, finding meaning in life, mostly uh, without baseball. Uh, what do I do in my spare time? Uh, usually I come mm-hmm. home for work and I watch a ball game, but currently I'm too intimidated to watch Ozark on Netflix. It's just, it's so hyped up and, and there's three whole seasons and it feels like a really big investment. I'm just, I don't know what to do. It's just staring at me on Netflix. Mm, yes. making me very anxious. Mm. And also uh, since it's our job to talk about baseball and we get paid to speak and write about baseball, not having baseball makes that a huge challenge.
1: It does. It does. I mean, you're writing about Tommy Kainley playing a video game and I'm trying to do hypothetical situations. Like the last article I wrote was just basically like, yeah, a shortened season is a terrible idea for Brett Gardner because he's only got, you know, a certain amount of games to prove that he's worth that club option for the second year. So I get it. I get it. It's weird, weird to not write about baseball.
2: Yeah, And I'm about to lose the Lee train, too. If he loses this game in two hours that's I mean that's done that's one article and then I'm out and even if he wins he's got to go up against the buzzsaw teams of the league and then Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be out of out of content again I'm gonna have to start getting even more creative and that's nobody wants that
1: no no (laughs) the most challenging part for me of baseball being postponed is uh the consistency and um just the constant of having baseball there every single night uh I when I have anxiety and one of the big things that has kept me, you know, I love consistency. I don't like change. So every night it was so easy to turn on the TV. Seven five. You see the Yankees are playing like it's just always there. And if it was a night off, I knew it was a night off ahead of time. Rain delays. Obviously, you just get the sad sax music, which really sucks. But I'm I like that now because I'm missing it. I don't have it. Um, but I would say the most challenging part is is the consistency, the lack of consistency. I would love to have uh, baseball back just so I can know that it's going to be there, always be there for me, never let me down. Well, might let me down, but you know what? It's always going to be there, and it's always going to be played. So that's what I'm missing right now. And same thing that with actually... the TV shows. TV shows are the same for me. I just look at all these TV shows. I'm watching like seven at the same time that I never would have watched.
0: I like, never watched shows.
1: Criminal Minds I when I was a them. kid, hated it. Well now I'm on season six and I started like three weeks ago. So Wow. Yeah.
2: That's a hell of a binge.
1: It's but yep. Yeah.
2: That also reminds me our, our buddy Kyle from John Boy Media uh posted a picture of a Yankees rain delay, and all I needed to see was the tarp, and I could actually hear the sad sax point. I could hear it.
1: Yeah, you're right. I was actually going to I was gonna make up a TikTok dance to it.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Like I said, I have to cover the Yankees' TikTok market. So we'll see. Oh, I'll make one up.
2: My, my little cousins just put my aunt in a TikTok, and oh, boy, it is. I saved it to my phone immediately. That's going to go on. We have a couple videos in our family that are just super embarrassing for my parents. Uh, one of them is my mom falling off a paddleboard backwards really slowly. That is, every time we get together, that video comes out. And this one is also going to go on that list. It's a, my aunt in the TikTok. It's a very positive message about keeping your head up through coronavirus since schools are closed. She's a teacher. Uh, and her dog, Tanner, makes an appearance when he pops his head up above a fence to a perfectly timed musical ensemble. So it was very well made, but it's just... Preposterous. (laughs) It's so (laughs) ridiculous.
1: So clearly without baseball, we've been doing a lot of things we wouldn't normally do. And it's tough. Um I mean, yeah, that's that's my answer. But uh and Steve, our buddy Steve, um Love Steve. Yeah, I know, right? Steve's the greatest. He's so funny. Um, I forget what he tweeted at me last week, but I literally laughed out loud and I was like, I wrote LOL, but I was like, no, seriously, like I legit lol um so he says obviously we all know allison's favorite current yankee which duh masahiro tanaka um but does james have james have one and if so why so who's your favorite current yankee
2: Ooh, you know i've been spending so much time with tommy canely's twitch stream lately i kind of want to say him but i mean it's it's glaber torres glaber torres means more to me than anyone else in my life by far only 23
1: so i'm interested um if you ever do a dating profile can you please put that up there be like you might be number two because glaber torres will always be number one
2: that's fair i just put that onto a first date like how do you how am i supposed to explain to this person that while i mean she's great she's wonderful very nice she's just never gonna mean as much to me as glaber torres does it's just, Listen, if can't she's do it. the
1: one, she'll understand. She'll get it.
2: I won't mean as much to her as Glaber Torres does. Hopefully,
1: and that's how yeah. we'll know it's real. Yeah, absolutely. Good. Yeah. That's a good choice, Glaber Torres. But of course, Tommy Canley is super fun to watch.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm having a great time.
1: <laughs> um, let's see what else we have. Max Greenfield, our buddy Max, um, wants to know when he's coming back on the podcast. Anytime. For sure. Literally anytime. Yeah. We could probably have him on next week if he wants. Hear that, Max? The last
2: time Max came on was our most listened to episode, like, by far.
1: Yeah. Hundreds.
2: Hundreds ahead of the next one.
1: Right. Such a smart baseball mind. Just uh, a great guy to have on there. But uh, the actual question is, one free agent to be in 2021 the Yankees should pursue that isn't on the Yankees currently. He got me there because I was totally going to say DJ Lemayhu. I was like, they better extend this man right this minute. But it has to be a uh, non-Yank, non-current Yankee. Any thoughts that are coming up in your head?
2: Um, I'm, I'm not sure because I feel like the Yankees are such a complete team as they are. Like mm-hmm. I feel like if we just resign the guys that we had, I think we'd be totally fine. Like nothing, nothing bad would happen if we didn't go get a free agent next year. I mean, we're probably gonna need a pitcher if. I don't know if we're planning on re-signing Tanaka and Paxton. Uh I hope we are. Yeah. Uh, cuz I I like both of those guys. But who, I mean I don't know. It's a tough one. Maybe a reliever? <laughs> I got to I actually I got to look and see. I I got to look at the relief pitchers that are going to be list. free agents.
1: Um there's a pretty good list of of pitchers that are going to be inv- available. Um, Coming next year, of course, Masahiro Tanaka, um, James Paxton are ones that are going to be up for uh, free agency next year, which really sucks. Uh, Marcus Stroman is available. I don't really know if I would want him, to be completely honest. Um, But if we're looking at, I know that the Yankees in the past had looked at, first starters, Robbie Ray and also um, Jose Quintana those are two names that jump out to me as starters that I would potentially be interested in seeing the Yankees go after. Um, Another one on the list, Homer Bailey. (laughs) I'm just kidding. That was a joke. You didn't laugh.
2: I don't want Homer Bailey. (laughs) I don't want Homer Bailey. It's just, Homer Bailey makes me so mad because he's not like that good at pitching, but he's thrown two no hitters. It makes no sense. No sense.
1: We've been over this before. We know you have not unnecessarily weird reaction to uh that name it's so it's just
2: confusing I don't understand how did he throw two
1: anyone can get lucky hey,
2: one day hey, but two
1: calm down hey relax relax it's okay it's okay um yeah there are definitely some really interesting free agents obviously the biggest one that's gonna, gonna come out of it is Mookie Betts um I assume he's gonna go right back to the Red Sox to be completely honest
2: yeah, that's that's gonna be a trivia question in twenty years. Right. Be like, how long did Mookie Betts play for the Dodgers? And some kid's gonna ask his grandpa, like, Grandpa, I didn't know Mookie Betts played for anyone but the Red Sox. Where'd you find this picture of him in the Dodgers uniform? I'm like, Well, he played for them for three weeks in spring training, Sonny. And it's just that's just, like it's just gonna be a weird anecdote in baseball history.
1: Right. Now I am interested in seeing how this uh Obviously a lot of this is gonna gonna rely on, you know, whether or not things work out for the Yankees this season, but Glaber Torres is going to be playing shortstop. I could imagine, um if for some reason he doesn't do a great job and the Yankees don't re-sign DJ LeMayhew. Um and so therefore moving Glaber Torres back to second, you could potentially look at a shortstop like Marcus Simeon. Um could be. I I could see that coming down the line too. But also it has a lot to do with what's gonna happen this year and how much faith the Yankees have. They're going to keep Glaber Torres. It's just a matter of where they're going to keep him. Um and then the other one that I was really interested in, uh name that did pop out to me, and I think they could potentially do is go after uh JT.
2: Oh, <laughs> this, see I was gonna I was gonna bring that up just to say I cannot Already. It hasn't even started yet. I cannot mm-hmm. stand the we should trade Gary Sanchez and sign JT Riamuto. Well I hate that. I hate that already.
1: It could be a move that they could make. Um I guess all depending on the situation, how he how he plays out this year, if he gets injured in a half a season. Um I think that's honestly gonna be a huge test because ooh, I don't know. That's really the only problem. He's got power. He really is a smart hitter at the plate. Um, he's gotten a lot better defensively. It's just a matter of the freaking injuries. Like, the guy gets injured a lot. I know he's a catcher, and I get that, but he does tend to get injured a lot more than Jorge Posada ever did.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's just from an affordability standpoint, I don't really see it. Um Sure. You can, you can make an argument though, based on that. Oh, maybe JT or Real Muto is a better player than Gary Sanchez. Probably not a better hitter, but he stays healthy. He's probably better on defense. Um, you can make that argument. I just don't with all the money that we have locked up and all the money that we're going to have to spend on Glaber and Aaron judge and Gary Sanchez. Eventually, if we keep him like, I, I don't think they do anything more than maybe a reliever. Maybe they bring Kirby Yates back former Yankee who was not very good for the Yankees. And then all of a sudden turned into the best closer in the world over in San Diego uh, or Shane green. We traded him Tigers. yeah, we traded him for DD, right?
1: Uh, I believe I, so.
2: Am I remembering that right?
1: Uh, no. Was DD a three team trade? I think so. Then yes.
2: Yeah, Shane yep. Green for Didi, which was really <laughs> good. And now Shane Green's a good reliever. So maybe we sign him. Who knows? Right.
1: Um, I mean, like I said, there's so many different options, and it's really going to come down to how this season plays out. But the that's a list of people that I wouldn't mind seeing the Yankees go after. Um,
2: yeah. So, I mean, they have an unlimited budget. So if they wanted to, they could really get anybody. But, right.
1: Exactly. Um, sweet. No, I think that's definitely a good answer. I hope that satisfies Max, but we'll definitely get Max on the podcast because he has another question. Like, who does that?
2: Yeah, Joseph, we'll you? we'll ask him. We'll ask him what he thinks.
1: Yeah. So you I tell like us
2: what the answer is.
1: Turn the tables because really you work I mean, in I baseball. Yeah, he
2: works in baseball and he knows all about the advanced stats. So we'll get him on. He'll teach. He'll teach us how to read advanced statistics and then he'll tell us who we should want. Based on Perfect. advanced numbers.
1: Perfect. That's why we keep them around, you know? Absolutely. Um. He also did ask, uh, who is your Yankees Mount Rushmore? I would say four Brett Gardner heads, but, like, whatever.
2: Uh, four Brett Gardner heads, obviously. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go with four Glaber Torres heads, clearly. But...
1: <laughs> now I have to look it up and make sure there are four heads. Are there five heads?
2: Okay, are That's we doing... Point. They're foreheads. Oh, <laughs> well, there's foreheads. Yeah, definitely foreheads. Are we doing, like, favorite Yankees or the best?
1: I. You know what? I took that as the best um, of all time, which is, like, a ton. But
2: oh, if, yeah, that's the so case,
1: if that's the case, I mean, I'm looking at Babe Ruth. Obviously. I'm looking at Mickey Mantle. Obviously. I'm looking at Lou Gehrig. I love Lou Obviously. Gehrig. Obviously. Um, and the last one is a hard one because, ooh,
2: I can't decide between Dimaggio and Barra for the last one.
1: Right, right. I was even going further up because I, one of the greatest Yankees that I I never had the pleasure to see play because I was just too young, was Don Mattingly, just the hitman. I love him, but I know he's not up to par to Barra and um, Dimaggio.
2: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Yogi Barra. Just. Splitting the difference at who has the better catchphrases.
1: Mm, mm-hmm. I would say if it was uh, in terms of Yankees Mount Rushmore for favorites, Brett Gardner. Obviously. You know, these are my favorites, though, so it's not always everyone else's. Um, I would say Derek Jeter, but that's so cliche. He's going to be, like, an extra head. Like, he'll, he'll be around. Um, He's going to be the he-
2: hypothetical fifth head.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, Jorge Posada. Always loved Jorge. Loved watching him play. Um, I have a special spot in my heart for Catfish Hunter. Um, really, re- I, I used to watch his old games all the time. My mom would do that. So really one of my faves. Um, and then this was my mom's fave. So I got to put him on there. Greg Nettles. She loved Greg Nettles all-time favorite so in terms of like guys that I like really enjoy watching play whether I was actually alive or not would have to be those four
2: okay I I think we have a totally different list uh Jabba Chamberlain obviously I mean Jabba's Jabba's the man yeah uh Andy Pettit
1: Mm -hmm. loved Mm -hmm. Andy Pettit right
2: Uh, Mariana Rivera because obviously and who do I want to go with it for? This is this is the tough question.
1: Yeah, it is. Why I mean, can't there be five heads? I don't know. Maybe there can't. I mean, Maybe at James's Mount, Mount James Moore there can be five heads.
2: Okay, then I'm going to say Swish and Jeter. Classic. I'm sorry Brett Gardner wasn't on my list. I know that you're like low-key kind of mad about that. No, I'm not. Like how, like how Tommy won't play Brett Gardner in MLB The Show. It's
1: not great. I, I don't approve um no that's actually a very good answer it's it's intriguing i love hearing who people's favorite players are because everyone always tends to have such a different list
2: um i'm gonna put a six head on and put curtis granderson too loved curtis you can't Granderson. Have a six
1: head. you can't do that no it's okay no you can't do that
2: the mount rushmore it has two sides where another head could go and so you can add the four eight heads head. maybe
1: four on each side that eliminates the purpose of the question. Oh you just you don't understand interviews. you you don't okay. <laughs> all right, another question on here and I feel like I have to ask because it's going to be painful but please describe in detail your favorite part of October 2004. Uh. My favorite part was when the Red Sox beat the Yankees and I showed up in school wearing all black. And everyone was like, why are you wearing all black? And I said, it's a very depressing day. And that's how I became the drama queen I am today.
2: (laughs) Okay, that's a good answer. Uh, That's much better than my answer. I was just going to say my favorite part was the part where the Yankees were up 3-0 on the Red Sox. And when afterwards it was a school night. So my parents didn't let me stay up until the end of the games where the Yankees didn't win.
1: So, I'm not trying to be rude here, but your your parents, it's their fault?
2: It's definitely their fault. 100% their fault.
1: Damn it. I mean, listen, like, I could remember October 2003 quite well. There were great moments there. Like, I just remember when I was a kid, I couldn't stay up late. So, I missed the end of the game. And I woke up at 5 in the morning, and there was a freaking like piece of computer paper printed out and taped to my lamp and I like accidentally like hit it and it fell down and I was like what is that you know because it's dark and you have no idea what it is so I picked it up this piece of paper it said um it said they won. come see how and I was like what so I ran into my parents room at five in the morning and they're like why are you awake and I was like I have to know I just have to know so that's how I found out about Aaron Boone's home run
2: that's awesome. So, that game was actually on, uh, I think it was on ESPN last night. My buddy texted me about it.
1: Such a good game. That they game. replayed it. Great such a game. good Just all around. And watching it in its entirety just made me love the game even more. Because I, I just know the, the signature moments. But you kind of look back at all of it and you're like, wow, that really and truly was an incredible game. They don't make baseball like that anymore now, kids
2: are we going to be the old people when we're like 60 talking down, like you kids and your advanced statistics in my day, we used war to evaluate players. Okay. And that was the most accurate statistic of all time.
1: Oh, big time, big time. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, We do have one more question and it's a, it's a very important one. Um, uh, Caroline wants to know what's your favorite ice cream?
2: Mid chocolate chip without a doubt.
1: Wow. That was a very quick answer.
2: I mean, it's I the have... best flavor by far. Mint yeah, yeah. and chocolate. I don't
1: Perfect. really eat ice cream. I eat either dairy-free or I eat sorbet. But if I had to choose an ice cream, and I know it's not really an ice cream, rainbow sherbet by far.
2: Mm, I don't like your pick.
1: Excuse me. That's that's my pick. It's an opinion. It can't be wrong.
2: No, it's okay. It's your pick. It's an opinion. I'm
1: just saying. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> I got nothing to say about it. I'm just saying. Don't look. <laughs> interesting but yeah rainbow (laughs) sherbet with rainbow sprinkles um when i went to florida right before all this quarantine happened that's what i ordered that was the last ice cream i ordered and now things are sad
2: i saw the last second to last no i saw the last full college basketball game of the year which one was that coronavirus killed everything it was uh it was two games one was st john's and I can't remember who they played in the Big East tournament, but I remember they were losing by like 12 points and they just went on an insane run. It was like a 17 nothing streak and they came back and they won the game. And that was like, that was awesome. Um, and we watched a little bit of the game after that. I don't remember that one at all. Cause it was two like bottom tier teams. Um, and then they got through one half of a game the next day and then they canceled sports forever.
1: Well, yeah, that'll happen. I I remember I was literally sitting at the bar at the Daiquiri Deck, and we were kind of watching the sports center, and they were like, "Oh, NCAA canceled the uh, the big tournament," and I was like,
2: "Oh, wow, this is serious."
1: Yeah, as I'm you know sipping my my Daiquiri there, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." Well, look I think at that us- was
2: the moment. That was the moment for a lot of people where they're like, yeah. "Oh, this is this is real. This is right, exactly the real thing."
1: Right, because it's such a huge thing. Everyone waits the entire year for March Madness, and now it was March Sadness, and that's that.
2: Nailed to the pun.
1: Yeah, well, I know. The delivery was good. I mean, the look was good. I didn't even have to think about it. It just came to me. Um, so I also I did want to talk uh, just real quickly. I know I sent – I feel like I texted you or whatnot. So one of my friends is in a band, um, they're based out of New York City. Um, it's called Ticker Tape. Uh, and they released their new album this week, which was awesome. However, he texted me um, a couple days before the album came out and he said, Hey, make sure you check out tracks seven and eight. And I said, Oh, why? And he said, Well, they're about baseball. So, track seven, I believe, was uh, their rendition of taking Me out to the ball game, which just got me amped and stuff, right? Track eight. If you're ever going to listen to one song about baseball, which honestly, I don't know many songs that are strictly just about baseball. This one is called three, three. Okay. well, then this is the fourth. But this might be number one. Um, It's called Dog Days uh, Opening Day. And it is a phenomenal piece of art. Like, I can't tell you how much I love this song. I've been listening to it on repeat all the time basically it's just about opening day and about like the hopefulness and the optimism that comes from opening day but then it turns into uh, maybe next year like just a great song it also has snippets of lou gehrig's uh speech uh when he's retiring so i would say go take a listen ticker tape is the band um the song is called dog days phenomenal 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 song and it made me so excited i wanted to run through a wall and turn on baseball games so I started turning on baseball games again like that single-handedly inspired me to start streaming more games um so yes I would say take a listen James did you listen yet
2: I did I can confirm that it is a banger
1: it is a banger absolutely freaking love that song so yeah check it out um I told uh I told my buddy Andrew I would I would share that with everyone because all of you guys obviously know baseball because you're listening to us
2: we might have to play out the podcast with that. I don't know if that's legal in any way, shape, or form, but we might have to play the podcast. We're going to find out. <laughs> but just promise promise me that your friend isn't going to sue me if I put oh, that at God. the end of the podcast.
1: <laughs> no, you want me to text him right now? Andrew, don't sue us.
2: <laughs> all right. Well, I think we'll wrap it up there then. You have anything else?
1: Uh, no, I am I am all set. But, yeah, we are good. Um. Still still rolling along here and just wishing for baseball, but we have to be patient, young grasshoppers. It's, it's going to be a time.
2: Absolutely. So I guess we'll look into having Max come back on for next week, maybe get that stats lesson, and if we never record again, it's because Allison's friend threw me in jail.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't think he can.
2: <laughs> well, we'll find out.
1: I just I just messaged actually our whole Wildwood group and I said Andrew don't sue us so we're good we're good
2: (laughs) fair all right see you next week
1: all right sounds good
0: Into the distance each time. Now we're at the plate. Striking out. I'm with the rain. through the season cheers from the crowd slowly turn into crickets i long for the spotlight i'm chasing that feeling of us in the backyard